Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Boomer and the Babe studio at the Feeding Arizona building in Youngtown, Arizona, it's time for Success or Failure with Tom and Terry. Success or Failure is the show that gives you methods and principles to guide you to your best business and your best self. Now here are Tom Legering and Terry Munther. Failure with Success or along with author and entrepreneur Tom Legering. Each month we get together on this program to discuss and share ideas for meeting personal and financial goals and improving the quality of our lives. We'll talk about the tried and true concepts found in the book Success or Failure, The Choice is Yours, and we'll hear from business partners and guests about their projects, success stories, and how they're finding their path to happy, healthy, and successful lives. We hope you'll join in the conversation by calling or emailing us with your thoughts and comments at blogtalkradio.com forward slash boomer and babe or www.successorfailure.org. Once again, thank you for joining us. This is Dr. Terry Munther, Tom Legring. Tom, we're together again. I know there must be a song about that. (laughs) It is. It's it's a lot of fun. it's nice to have you here instead of long distance, especially since it's going to get a little cold up in the yeah, yeah, area. Yeah, for, for those of you just joining us, um, uh, I spend at least six months in the wonderful, beautiful state of Washington, and then the other half my life here in Sun City, Arizona with uh, Tom. And so we're back here. We're happy to be here, and, and nice to be in person at, at the beautiful Sun City Country Club in Tom's office here. So. Yeah. We're, we're looking forward to it. We have uh, we have a guest with us, a guest on the phone. Uh, Michelle, are you there? I am. Very good. I'd like to introduce my daughter. This is Michelle Myers. Uh, she's visiting us from, she's not in, on site. She's with my son, who also lives here in Arizona. But uh, we wanted, I wanted to talk to her today about some of her experience as a uh, as a uh, special needs teacher, she worked uh, for many years in uh, uh, the Torrance School District, in helping special needs kids, and uh, and now then she had to drop out of that to help her uh, in-laws um, peacefully go to the next life. And now that that's done, she's in this little state of limbo. She's moved to a lovely place in Northern California, and. Uh, Michelle, why don't you kind of talk us through some of the things that you've been going through and how you got to where you're at now. Well, thank you for having me. And um, basically how I got here was um, I knew I had a calling for teaching. 
And while living in the South Bay of California, I had the opportunity for about 15 years to work with special needs children. Um, And I did that for about 15 years. And during the end of that, I, as my father had mentioned, we uh, did um, have the opportunity to be with his parents until their passing. And the opportunity had arisen. My husband works for a um, for Federal Express, and there was an opportunity to move to Northern California, which was exactly what we had always thought of for retirement. But when an opportunity like that calls, you go, because uh, apparently the gentleman who had the position had it for about 30 years. So that doesn't come up every day. And we're enjoying ourselves, but I've found that having left the Southern California area, um, I'm now adjusting to a new life, uh, and there is special education up in Northern California. It is entirely different from the structure that I'm accustomed to, so I'm, I'm at this point of just learning what is out there and so it's a transitional thing as an L51 and looking at the rest of my life and hoping to be a benefit to others. And I've spoken with my father about this before that, you know, I do have goals and I have plans and um, I just wonder how I'm proceeding and if I'm proceeding properly. Um Dad would always tell me, you have to write down your goals, and I may not have them exactly written down, but I do have my goals, uh, and it's just a matter of moving forward, and so I'm calling in to get some insight from from all of you. Well, one of the things that, that as as you said, that I always say, write your goals, and mm-hmm. you know I'm I'm rewriting the book. And right. one of the things on it, as that little dollar sign on the front, it's really not a dollar sign. It's a path. And it right. has an arrow that says start. That's where most people have a problem. And it's just like yourself. You know pretty much what you want, and you 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 are in a lovely area. I mean, your life is now changed and your habitat has changed I'll put it that way and your life too because you no longer are taking care of your in-laws I mean that right. was what about seven eight years nine years yeah that's yeah. that was your whole life was just mm-hmm. and your mother-in-law had had the Alzheimer's and was not an easy patient so right. I understand that so now it's like this weights off of you and you can do anything you want and you're living in this little paradise up in the mountains and all that stuff in Northern California with the trees and everything. Well, now it's what else are you going to do with the rest of your life? And the only way you can get there is to write it. I, 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 that's one of the reasons I wanted to get you on the, on, on the record as we have this conversation. Yes. For 51 years. Yes. You've been hearing it when you were in the womb, I'm telling you. Yeah. How are you? Nice to meet you, at least over the uh, over the line. 
<laughs> you too. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you're aware of my background. I, I am a 32-year uh, educator, uh, just retired the second time as a uh, school uh, superintendent of a school district. And uh, part of that was a regional superintendent in, in the state of Washington. So so I I, I, I know your game, uh, so, so <laughs> yeah. to speak, and I appreciate all the service you've done so far and actually the thinking you're doing now, um, whether it's in education or otherwise. And, and I agree with your dad, and, and we've talked a lot, and we've done a lot of presentations regarding his book and, and, and writing the goals and, and coming up with your path to success. But the one... Um, thing I would add that's kind of a, a, a real to-do besides just write is when you're writing one of the goals, make one of the first ones to make contacts. Um, right. Because as you're thinking about options, which it sounds like is where you're at, what are the options? Right. And what do mm -hmm. I want to do and how can I help other people is what you said. Right. Well, so besides your dad, which you, you're just doing, and you're doing that today, so you're already accomplishing part of that goal if you were to write it down. Yeah. But I always told people, um, because I was in the hiring process, obviously, um, go to the area school superintendents or go to the online academies or go to the places that you think you might be interested, whether it be the business or the school district or whatever, and mm -hmm. simply ask for an appointment for information and advice. It does two things. Yeah. You know, number one is you get information. But mm -hmm. as superintendent or the personnel director or whatever, they're going to love talking about their, their sales, their yeah. district, their company. And so they see you in a very positive light because you're not asking for a job. You're not no. asking for anything. You're asking for information. And following right. that information is, and what is your advice as to what you think my next steps would be? I always thought that was a really positive introduction, and I will tell you it has helped me hire people who did that okay. because maybe right. they came back later on and said, I've decided I do want to be a special ed teacher or I just, I, you know, I want to be a volunteer in a classroom or whatever. Right. And, right. and I had been initiated and introduced and impressed typically when people took the first step. Right. And, and so I just call that contact making, you know, yeah. and, right. and a great help to me when I came down here after retiring the first time. I didn't know if, didn't know what I wanted to do. I was 53 years old, and mm -hmm. now um, he was illegal to be in Sun City <laughs> <laughs> more than a month at a time, really. And, and so you know, I know I got introduced to um, Real Salado Community College. I got, right. uh, we served on the. Uh, surprise education task force, yeah. the committee, and all of a sudden I was connected again and I felt better about myself. I knew I had options. I had people to make contacts with, whether I took advantage or not or decided right. to do something else. So I belabored this point. But, I, I, first of all, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate your thoughtfulness and, yeah. and kind of following up on the idea. I would hope that you just go talk to folks. Yeah. yeah. You know, Michelle, uh, if you're taking notes. Yes, I am writing this down. Well, that's part of your plan. See, you're you're already doing it. One of the things that I've mentioned before is I keep saying writing your goals down, but at this stage, and what Terry's talking about is the, part, the new part in our book, which is you want to have your goals, and then you visualize what it would be like if you 
attain that goal and try to figure out, would that make you happy? Because the whole point of where you're at now in your life is, what are you going to do not to make other people happy? You've got to find out what makes you happy. Because if you're happy, happy wife, happy husband, happy life. So, yes. you know, you, when you can figure that out, it's just goals are things you're successful when you reach your goal. But happiness yeah. is wanting the goal that you reach. And what Terry's talking about, I couldn't have put it better. I, I totally agree with the way he said it, too, is you go around and talk to, because up in Weaverville, there's, I mean, there, there's not a lot of options, but there are a lot of options for you to volunteer. So right. if you made a list of every place you could volunteer in Trinity County and mm-hmm. see where people needed something, and just spend a, a little bit of time. It's just like what, what's going on right now. Because I am so involved in, in the community here, I was on the uh, Sun City uh, Board of Directors for the uh, for the rec centers, and now I'm on different boards around here is at, at the Visitor Center Board, and now I'm on Chamber of Commerce Board. I'm on Peoria Education Foundation Board. This find things that you could join as a board member, not so much elected, but right. where you just volunteer to go on it. Doesn't mean you have to stay as a volunteer. If you don't like it, yeah. you unvolunteer. You're not committed to anything, and but you're going to get to know all the people. And the other side of it is the people are going to see you as not somebody that wants to grab something. You're somebody that wants to contribute. And right. I think just because I know your nature, that's really what what is going to make you happy, right? Yes, definitely. So, so what, does so this, what are you thinking yeah. about? I'm kind of curious. What are, you, what are your thoughts about options? Um, well... You know, it's interesting. I have known that community in a way in all my life. I mean, I was raised in that area during the summers, and so I have a perception of what that rural area is like. And considering that Weaverville is the government center for the uh, for the county, it's where the courthouse and and the board of supervisors, all these people, and I have began to introduce myself, but I'm very skeptical because there are, how would we say, uh, there are some negative influences in that county as far as, um, and I'm trying to choose my words, but there but, there are things that are. Oh. Go ahead. Are you saying dope? Well, I'm not. Marijuana? Yeah. Thank no, you. No, marijuana. <laughs> the marijuana capital. Yes. And it, it, grows it, 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 it is actually influencing my decision on who to speak with and who not to speak with and and the decision of how involved do I want to get in to this. And because I understand, being a special educator, that those uh, that influences the families of the children that are in the schools that are in in need, and 
I I have a tendency personally of getting over involved, and so I'm trying to take the opportunity not to do that again, but to, to do it the right way. Yeah, that you know the really um, cool thing about being in the position that you're in and that we kind of are at this stage in our lives is you can dip your toe in the water and pull it back out. Yeah, yeah right. You know, and that's that's really a, a nice safety net to have. You know, I, I yeah. don't, it sounds like you're at a stage in your life where you you have to have the job, you have to have the income, and you got to have it by next week, which, right. which many of my kids yeah. are. And, yeah. and so, you know, that's kind of a nice thing that when I, when I say, yeah, you know, write the goals down, write down the list of names and contacts you want to go meet and meet them. <clears throat> it may be that you say, can I come to a meeting? And that's all mm-hmm. you do. That's not for me. It may be, can I sit in that classroom, and that's all right. you do, and you back out. So <clears throat> that's a nice safety net to have that you don't have to, and and so I think you're tackling it in the proper way there, too, of, of being very cautious and not jumping in the water that's over your head, but maybe just dipping your toe in the water. And and when you're in a small, small community like that, it's not like being in L.A. where you go someplace and you don't like that group of people and you go somewhere else and it's a whole different group of people that never interrelate up there. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows everybody's business, exactly. And so I think what, what Terry's saying and I'm saying to you too is just, well, two things. One, eventually you're going to want to have it be a job or some way to make a living because, you know, right. you come from a long-lived family so that that's going to be in your your heredity. So you're only 51, and your grandmother went over 90, so you got Mm -hmm. a long time to be looking at, you know, another 39, 40 years that you're you're going to be looking at here uh, to be in good health. I mean, if you you watch and see what's happening to most seniors, we're all happy as heck making the government mad because we're outliving them. (laughs) Well, they thought we were going to die at 65 and a half, and we said, to hell with you. We're, we're going to just keep on going. Actually, with 64 and a half is what the life expectancy was when Roosevelt put that in. So they figured you'd die about a half a year before you'd even tap into it, so they wouldn't spend all the money. But then we decided, hey, we want to keep living. And so, so part of this has to do with your whole life and this is the new chapter that I'm writing, Michelle. I, I mean, I hope I'll be able to. Well, Margaret's got a copy of that. Uh, Margaret Ortiz is, is helping me right. rewrite. You know, I put the stuff in. She's arranging it so I can send it to a uh, an editor. But right. uh, she has the first chapter. And what we're doing in that is it's called the start or the visualization chapter. And I'm changing even chapters because I'm going to call them divisions. And it's Division 7 where you organize yourself as a business and you run your life for a profit. And you want to figure out what's the profit that you need. You need food, clothing, shelter. And when you're up there, you got your houses taken care of, but you're going to have, you'll have to have a budget. And then how do you live in that budget and still do all the things that you want to do? And right. it's... It's it's a wonderful time in your life that you that you actually 
Well, it's probably a reward God's given you for the work that you did with your in-laws and with the I, special needs kids. I, yeah, I, really, I, true, I truly believe that, yes. Now, it sounds like you're in a great place. I, oh, I, I am. <laughs> in rural America, my, my first superintendency was in two separate school districts, and they both hired me so because they couldn't afford one oh, superintendent. Yeah. And so it, the, and the total population of both was 500. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I know rural. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I, funny, funny story. The very first day I was superintendent, I'd come from a bigger city, and I parked in the teacher's parking lot there and uh, went into the – pretty soon somebody comes in the office and says, you don't have their keys in the car. I said, what do you mean? So you, you leave your keys in the car in case somebody needs to use it. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Where am I at? <laughs> and I used, I used to always say, you know, in that town, no, nobody used their blinkers because everybody knew where you were going. <laughs> yeah. They're wonderful experiences, but I will, I will give you another word of caution, which it sounds like you've already figured out, is because there are so few people. They're very needy, yeah. and and they're very and can then tend to try to glom on to you and get you into everything because it's so few. Yeah. So you'll be, we need you in this committee. We need you to serve yeah. here. We could really use your help here. And before you know it, you're almost overwhelmed because yeah. there just aren't that many people, and everybody does everything. Yeah. So it's right. an option from a rural community, and that I, again, I think you're being wise and being cautious as to whom you're playing with, yeah. Uh, yeah. you you can immediately get sucked in, you know, yeah. And, yeah. and that's kind of a... You I, I, I think what, what Terry's talking about is make a list of all the meetings that the Board of Supervisors have, the, the teachers' groups, anybody that's got a meeting that's open to the public, and you yep. might just go to the library and physically ask them, is there a list of all the county... Meetings? Is there a list of all the Weaverville meetings? Is there a list of all the school meetings? And if you just go to the meetings, you're not, you you don't have to say that you've got an axe to grind or you're here to help or you, you're just there to see what's going on in your community. And if you yeah. can list of those things, because it's just, you know, it's just what happened to me. I was very lucky here at the at the club to get somebody as good as Jamie Lewis yeah, to to run the the club, which allows me to go out and do the marketing, do the stuff I'm doing outside. But right. I'm actually in the things I'm doing good. I'm you can't do good without getting good back. You can't do right. bad without getting bad back. So if you do some good, and that's what we're doing out in the community. Because now I just came from a, a teaching two two uh, freshman uh, PE classes. I'm doing 21 PE classes a week. And, <laughs> I mean, that's 800 kids. So it's it's like, well, I'm 77. Why am I doing this? But, you know, you, I'm introducing these kids to golf that, quite frankly, some some of the kids don't have anybody that encourages them about anything. Sure. Yeah, and exactly. so if you can find something that that makes you happy but still can lead to some of the goals that you want to have for yourself. And that's that's what this first chapter is. If you get a chance, like I say, talk to Margaret, 
and read that first chapter because that's what the vision chapter, it's what I'm trying to, and I really want your feedback from it too because from that, I'm trying to get people to start because I've got out over 2,000, almost 2,500 books now and I've got some very good success stories, people that say, this has turned my life around. I'm now a happy person doing what I want to do. But it's not enough. I don't even have 5%, you know. So you look at it and say, well, what in the heck's wrong with you? You don't even have 5%. Well, you know, how, how, how come? And it's because they get started, they read a little bit, and then they get some good ideas and they run off and do them. Yeah. And that's what I'm and saying. And then they what, don't. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the, that's yeah. the other thing. You <clears throat> then, know, remember when we were teaching the, the veterans? Yes. Um, and we were we were teaching a class, Michelle, of homeless veterans. And it was like right. a six-week course. And we got them to write their goals. So, I mean, that was day one or two, yeah. and uh, or class one or two, I should say. And and they would go along, and then, you know, I, I always ask the question, and I, I do this of anyone that I teach goal setting to, so what did you do today? Because it, it's so easy to set the goal of, for instance, I'm going to make a contact with the school district superintendent. Well, when? Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to make the phone call tomorrow. Okay. And so the meeting is next week. Okay, so what did you do the next day? And what did you, Because it's so easy to set the goal and then not think about it every day. You know, right, which, right. which is the reasons you say write them. I always say make them visual yeah. so that I've got to see them every day. Yeah. Okay, what am I doing about that? You've got to see them and say it because twice Otherwise, a day. it just prolongs getting there. But, but the other thing, Michelle, is see, I, I always do things backwards, and I've told your, your dad this. Huh? I, I don't disagree on anything he has in the book, but I always would do it backwards. I always say so when I goal set, <clears throat> I do it like I'm just watching the end of the best movie. I now, right. I, you know, oh, wasn't that wonderful? I became a school district superintendent. Yeah. And then I run it backwards. Yes, that's, and, I, I tend to do that too. <clears throat> yeah, and, and that helps me to get to what's my next step then. Yeah. You know, okay. This is exactly what I'm doing in the book now, so I must have learned it from you. So that <laughs> is that. What I'm saying in this chapter seven, division seven, is visualization. It's the same thing you do in a company. If you're building a business, this is the same thing. Yeah. What What do I want? A lot of times people say, oh, I can do this and make a lot of money. Now, I'm not saying that. If a lot of money, you have to say, how much is a lot of money? What What's the dollar? $1,542.38. Whatever, I want to know how much it is. But it's not just about money. It's about your position, your happiness, your feeling. And they say, like, oh, I want to get a job working for the for the school district. Okay, so you do that, and you say, in five years, where would that be? And you visualize yeah. yourself now being that teacher, and you're teaching these people, and then you personally are so involved with the kids and trying to go through the drama that you're getting drained of, of mm-hmm. your because you pour it into these other people, maybe that isn't the vision that you want for yourself. So that, you see what I'm saying? You take these things out and you visualize them, just what Terry's saying. You visualize five years out and say, what am I going to be doing? Do I want to be that person? Does, is that the life I want for me? 
And if it isn't, then make the changes now because you can do it on paper. You can do it in your mind. You put it down on your paper. And this is this is really what we're trying to do to help yeah. people out. Is but but it's not all bad, too. Yeah, I, I, you work I, backwards I, from that point right, to today. Right, but I mean, I, I guess what I, I have not been really good at ever finding my life's calling, mm-hmm. <laughs> and since especially since I've retired, I mean, how many yeah. different things have I done? Because again, my story is at 53, I get down to Arizona where I've wanted to be and have no clue what yeah. to do now, and, huh? and 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 so I do. I one thing I knew I didn't want to do at the time was get back in education. You know, I've done that for 30 years, so that was kind of off the table. But what else yeah. was there? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I looked at working for AAA. I looked at working at the golf course. I looked at, and, and eventually decided maybe real estate would be fun. Became yeah. a realtor for a while. I really didn't like that. Yeah. Just my wife. It was something my wife and I did together, which was mm-hmm. great. And so we could work together, and we thought we would enjoy it. Of course, we were in it during the down market time. Yeah. But. Nope, that's not for us. So we did that. So the next year, you know, I, I think I'd like to work at a golf course. I did that for a year. So, no, I'd much rather like playing than working. Yeah. That, 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 that. And and so, you know, I never profess to be the expert at finding my life's calling because mm-hmm. I don't know that I have yet. Yeah. But the nice thing about it is, I have the opportunity to look at options as I told you, Michelle, put my toe in the water, said, well, nope, didn't quite like that. Last two right. years, I got a call to go back as a small school district superintendent. I thought, okay, I'm ready. I'm kind of kind of bored, and I know I can do that job. Yeah. And, you know, it was kind of a rewind. It was yeah. like, yeah, I know how to do this job, but I also know why I retired. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> yeah. Put the stamp on that yep. one. All right. Thank you. You know, I think I helped you out as much as I can for a Years and yeah. I transitioned a good young person in, and yeah. so now I'm back really at the same place again. Right. Uh, saying, still okay, what? Still looking. What else? What's next? Yeah. You know. But that's that's it's exciting. It's a have, fun place. Have to I be. got something set up for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I should have kept my <laughs> I'm glad to know that he's he's back being available. Yeah, see, this is the same thing that we're talking about, Michelle, you know, because, like, what I did is I went around to the different places. I've been here in Sun City 10 years, and it took me two years to figure out really what I wanted to do. And then I got involved with the golf course, and and naturally uh, it, it didn't all work well. It's working well now, but I got a lot of scars on me because because it is working well now. But the 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 idea is, I'm now at a perfect place in my life because of with the golf course, I'm able to. It's fun to go to work because people go to a golf course to have fun. Doesn't mean that everybody's friendly and never have any problems. But compared to being in in property management, this is a piece of cake, and this is like <laughs> cake and that. I yeah. mean, it's 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 that much of a wonderful thing. But now, what I found out is that there aren't enough. I'm in Sun City, so there's plenty of seniors that will play golf. But I found that the millennials, the 18 to 30s, they're not playing golf. They've got right. these big giant thumbs. That and and they they have a yeah. conversation with their thumbs and yeah. like what person was telling me yesterday they 
they went to a person's house, their their family, like they went to Florida to visit their family and the, their daughter, and the gentleman says, where's the grandkids? Oh, she's up in her room. Uh, I'll call her. And so she takes out her phone and texts the daughter, who's in the house. So the mom's doing the same thing the kid's doing. What's the kid's doing? They're playing on their, their games. Well, do yeah. you have any friends? No. I don't have any friends. I mean, so we're now doing this thing, uh, GPS golf program in schools, and we've got it up to April. We taught 80 kids over in Peoria High School. Now we're doing 800 in four high schools, and Peoria Unified School District has seven high schools, and we'll be in all seven of those in the spring. And then the goal is um, we're going to be in, 44 high schools here on the west side of Phoenix within two to three years. Depends on how much money it's going to cost me to do that and how many volunteers I can get and the rest of it and sponsors and all of that. But we're getting such great feedback from the schools. We go into the schools and we teach for six classes. We use special balls so that they can hit inside their gyms. They hit off of mats. They're using real golf clubs, but not real golf balls. And we're very safety conscious. The the kids are, I, I'm getting 80 to 90% of the kids are really looking forward to coming to the class each week. And that is huge for freshmen. And we're not just taking the kids who want to sign up for golf. We're taking freshmen. These right. are that have to take PE, <laughs> so we get everybody. If they got special needs, we get them. And we yeah. have teachers that can actually teach those kids. And this is something that's really going, the, the, the teachers are, the PE teachers are just really happy with this because the kids are, are minding them better. They're, you know, if they do something and they say, well, then you won't be able to go to class today. Oh, no, no, I'm. You know, they get them right around. So it's it's the feeling that you get, and I know, Michelle, that's how you feel when you were teaching special needs and you actually see where you actually get a breakthrough. I mean, not yeah. always you get a breakthrough with kids, but some of them... Oh, I always did. get <laughs> And that's what, what's happening with these kids. You see them, and they look like a monkey playing with a football trying to swing a golf <laughs> c- club, and you... How, how could anybody be that uncoordinated? And all of a sudden, you get them, you, well, get their grip and their stance and their swing, and you get that swing going, and all of a sudden, they're, they're at first they're missed, they're not even hitting the ball, they're nowhere near it, sometimes a foot away from hitting the ball. And then all of a sudden they hit it, and it's a perfect stroke, mm-hmm. and you see them when they turn in with that smile on their face. I did mm-hmm. it. I yep. did it. I mean, the confidence that this, builds in them. And we're not just trying to teach them to be golfers. That, that's not the point. It's We're teaching them life lessons. That we had, Everybody's had three classes. Two, cl- two schools have had three classes. And yeah, no, everybody's had three and we're going into our fourth one. And so what what's going on is that the, the kids now, we're starting to talk to them about life lessons. We're talking about Honesty, integrity. We're talking the responsibility, character, character taking mm-hmm. responsibility for your actions, mm-hmm. and 
all of these things that, that that go into it. 28 million people play golf in the United States, and then I ask the kids, why why do you think the when you watch golf on TV, and not all of them do, but I'm getting them to. I said, just yeah. watch watch it and see what commercials come on. When you watch golf, and they don't advertise cocoa puffs and car wax for your car. They advertise Rolex watches and Mercedes Benz. So why is that? Because that's who their audience is. So then I say, how many of you kids want to be want to make money when you graduate from high school or college? Almost 90% of the hands go up. That means there's always 10% that won't say <laughs> won't make any motion on any sort. But they all raise their hands. They want to make money. I said, then you have to look up golf on the internet. We've divided PowerPoint presentations, and the teachers are giving them those before they actually come to the classes. We're just getting great reception. And when you see and feel those kids actually learning something and getting it, and then we say, the ones that want to come to the club to have a field trip, you're all welcome. You have to have your have your tennis shoes, you have to have a collared shirt, and you have to have a good attitude. And if you don't have a collared shirt, that's okay. But you we'll have get to you have one. <laughs> and so, yeah. you know, the whole idea is is being able to get them to come out, and they don't have to. So we're still getting probably 95% of the kids that want to come out. they got to have their parents sign that it's okay to do that. So we're going through this. It's a whole learning curve that we're doing with the kids. But yeah. it's just these are things that, that when we're talking about yourself, I'm talking about how I found really a great structure for for my life. And I don't want to retire. And I don't, I, I mean, I have enough money for food, clothing, and shelter. So now all I want to do is enjoy what I'm doing. And that's that's really what this is about. You only get one life, Michelle, right? Exactly. That's rehearsal. So if this is a life, and so what I want you to do is, my, if you remember, I never told you what you had to do, what kind of business or anything. I said, you just need to be happy in your life, right? You didn't tell me you <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm too Well, not really, but <laughs> no, it's true. Everything that I have done in my life so far was influenced by you, yes. I mean, I'll I'll put it that way. I was influenced by you. And once I stepped out of, you know, the family business and I chose to go and pursue something that I felt I was good at, um, I, I took everything that I learned from you and, and from our family, and I was able to make it my own. So to find right. myself now at 51, I'm blessed that I had all those life lessons in the past that I can now use in the future, and I just have to tweak it a little bit, you know, here and there, wherever it needs to be, and pursue what it is that I'm, and I have to be honest, I believe I'm destined for something I may not know exactly what it is, but I know what my strengths are. I know what my weaknesses are. 
and I want to put together those people that can help bring me up where I'm a little weak and those who can help me excel in my strength. So, that's, okay, that's, yeah. that yeah. sounded like my father right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've already done a lot of the hard work, so that's great. Uh, you, yeah. you have the experience. Yeah. You do the heavy lifting, so now <clears throat> it's just it's just a matter of really, if you like I say, please talk to Margaret and just read that, that new chapter that's going in. I will. I, I did see it yesterday, just so you know. I did not read it, but I saw it. Okay. But but just just read through it, and I mean, if you want to take a copy of it, go ahead. It's I will. just I I just want you to think about because you're in a you're in a perfect place to really find the happiness that 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 you deserve, and that's because right. you always you always feel better. You're like my mother. She always felt good about. <laughs> And other people and making sure they were happy and you know like if there was a meal and she had to meet make sure everybody else had enough and if there was something left over she would take it but you know i mean that's not the way you want to live you know <laughs> it's okay to help other people but you got to make sure you're helped first and from your excess that's yes. it to help other people with so Part of what I want you to think about when you're having this this goal of being happy is from my, your excess. So what are you going to do that's going to get you enough food, clothing, and shelter? I know you guys have saved up something, but think yeah. of it this way. If you go another 40 years, no matter how much you think you've saved up, it, it's going to be worth it. It ain't going to yeah. work. It ain't going to be enough because there's going to yeah. be and by the time you get out to this far place, you aren't going to feel like working. And, yeah. And hello, welcome to Walmart. Does not, you, know, you might not have around up there. So, you know, that's that's what. See, and, and this is not just about you, Michelle. This. Oh no, I, this, we're this is across about, the board. Yeah, yeah. Is how does this. How does this help other people? How, and that's what Terry and I talk about a lot. We know we're helping ourselves. Yeah. I mean, we're we're getting things just like you say. You haven't got yours all figured out yet either, right? So <laughs> right. I'll, I'll be pounding I on you. I thought I did about five times. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's totally okay to change. Yeah. That's what yeah, I, I think, think is so, so beautiful. So is uh, well, let's see. I've always wanted to try this. Well, sometimes you can't try this because. If I do, then I'm not going to feed myself. My, you're not going to yeah. feed my family. Well, I feel like we finally get to do what, what the younger generation takes for granted now. I mean, yeah. when, when I know when my parents grew up, for sure, you got your job and you kept it till you died, and That's that it. was that. Mm-hmm. Generation, pretty similar. I mean, mm-hmm. I think you might make a career change, but it was odd One to two. make a career yeah. change. I mean, I went to high school, went to college, became a teacher, became an administrator, did 30 years. Yeah. And so, you know, now I, I think, I I have, I think, in the last five years, I've had four jobs. Yeah. And, and Four careers, actually. Four different yeah, careers. Different, yeah, different things. And maybe I haven't found the one yet, but it's kind of cool to be, well, <laughs> to be able to do what the kids are doing. Well, see, that's what I'm telling. I, like, yesterday, I was over at uh, Peoria. They have a, a class over there. They're the only school in Arizona, and they're one of, only 13 classes in the entire country that has this program. It's medical, in engineering, and uh, technology. They've even got a uh, 
three D printer where they oh, yeah. make up yeah. these ideas. Okay. Yeah. They have this one, this one group that I'm talking to. They're building a uh, they're building a uh, a bulletproof helmet. And so I'm asking. I said, well, who's going to need that? And I'm, these kids just unloaded all the people that are going to need it. You know, I mean, and it's huge, a huge market of people. I mean, yeah. military, sure. uh, cops, you know. And these are high school kids, and they're coming up with these ideas. Anyway, they asked me to come in and talk to them about entrepreneurial stuff. And so, you know, the class I was talking to was the engineering group, and there was only one girl in there, and all the rest were boys. And it's probably 25, 30 kids. And I told the guys, I said, you have only one girl in here, but remember, ladies know how to collaborate. All you guys want to do is go off on your own and, and have your own thing. You need to talk to this lady and learn how to collaborate because that's where you're going to be able to function in this new world. There's jobs that you're going to have and companies you're going to work for that do not exist today. There's right. companies that you're thinking of, I, oh, I would want to go and be at this company. They won't be in existence by the time you get there. All you need to know is you have to get this information. You have to get your education so that when the new thing comes, you're on the cutting edge of it. And mm-hmm. it, just like you said, Terry, things are going so fast because, like, in this conversation, I, I mentioned this one story. I was talking to him about inflation. And I said, this gentleman uh, was talking to his financial planner and the planner said, give me $100,000 and I'll invest it in an annuity and in 20 years, it'll be worth a million dollars. And so the guy did that, gave him the money. He was worried about it, but he left the office, got in a car wreck, and was in a coma for 20 years. He finally comes out of the coma, and he goes, you know, everything is working. He knows everything, and he says, oh, my gosh, today's the day that my annuity is supposed to be uh, funded, and I'm going to call up my agent. So he goes to a pay phone, and I said, <laughs> and I know you people don't know what a pay phone is. <laughs> And that proves my point, you know, pay phone. So anyway, he's on the pay phone, and he calls his, his financial planner and says, hi, this is Tom, and, you know, I gave you the 100000 20 years ago. Is it worth a million dollars? And the guy says, no problem, just like I promised. It's worth exactly $1 million. And about that time, a little voice comes on the phone that says, deposit another $750,000 for another three minutes. <laughs> So these kids were kind of looking at some of them got it and said, look, you're engineers, now do the math. I'm talking about inflation is going to happen. Now what did I just say? You guys write that down and you figure it out. And so, you know, I mean, but that's pay phone. Uh, talking to kids, pay phone. i give you a, a quick little aside there. You know, my last job I just had, it was at, we had elementary students and uh-huh. And we still in the office had a typewriter because there were oh, some things yeah. that had to be typewriter. And one of the little girls came in, probably fourth grade. And she said, Dr. Munther, where's the screen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's just a different 
it's a different world. I mean, yeah. and that's that's really Michelle. Kind of what I'm saying to you is it, you know, because you have been out of the uh, the the teaching, yeah, treadmill because that can get to be, especially in California, can get to be um, can get to be a little tedious. But um, you've been out of it, so. Part of what you're doing is in your goals, it could be my goal for this year. And you don't have to be any more than that. For the next year, I'm just going to take a list of every opportunity that is available to me in Trinity County. And mm-hmm. there aren't enough. Or maybe online, though. Yeah. There, I mean, it doesn't have you, to be yeah, within a county that's, anymore. That's right. You could go on. Yeah. I didn't think of that. Yes. I mean, and so, and the goal is, to make yourself happy, that's that's the first goal. How do you how do you make sure that whatever it is you're going to go into is going to make you happy? And I I highly recommend read that first chapter, which is now the chapter or division seven. So I'm dividing up the book so that it'll be in a um, be just like an org chart where division seven yeah. and yeah. one is in administration. So what you're doing now is you're in the administrative department of you. You don't have to work in operations because you're not doing any operations at this Right, point. right. So you just want to get... goal setting. We're goal setting for our company. Visualizing it and because it's goal setting, but you have to visualize what it, what you want it to be. And that's what Terry's talking about is, okay, five years from now, you're going to be 56. I mean, and for ladies, oh, it always like a. I know. I I was just going to go there. For ladies, that's that's always a problem with them. Oh, I'm going to be. No, it's not a problem. I it's like I'm running out of time. Step. I've got I've got 41 years, you know, that I'm anticipating. So I've got to make oh, yeah. it productive yeah. in my own mind. I mean, there's a lot of people. We all know people that just go along life. And, you know, they bump along and they seem happy. But for me personally, I I have to feel that I am accomplishing something in whatever it is I'm doing. I mean, like, take, for instance, last night I made Dad dinner. And mm-hmm. I felt accomplished when he said, oh, this is terrific. And... So in my life goal, I want to be able to be the one at the end to say, I did good. I did good, so now I can rest. That's exactly what what I'm saying. And just like you say, like I've said in the book, write your epitaph. That could be yeah. a place to start. So when it's all well, over. I already, I've already done that. You've got to remember, I've, I've got 51 experience of Tom Lagering, so... No, that's been done. That's been done. That's how I got as as far as I have in this life. So. The best one I've seen, I don't remember which one, which star did it or whatever, the epitaph or on the tombstone. I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. Oh, probably wrapped today. Yeah. Kept Michelle and, and probably, yes. Yeah. Our, our audience, yeah. But we'll, let's go ahead, wrap up what you want, and I'll say no, a couple well, of No, I, I would just say good to be back, Michelle. Really nice to be able to talk with you. Do you have any other questions or thoughts or things? don't want to cut you off, but we also don't want to keep rolling no, along. No, I, I thought 
you'd cut me off a lot sooner. Um, no, <laughs> Terry, I want to say thank you because you did reintroduce a thought in my head that I've thought of before, which is when I make my goal, instead of looking to the future, work it backwards because that way you're going to see those little steps that perhaps you wouldn't see in the in the other direction. Yeah. And yeah. got it. Yeah. So yeah. between the two of you you've given me a lot of a lot of things that I I now am looking forward to getting in the house and getting on the phone and making some phone calls. <laughs> well, we look forward to having you again maybe and and telling us how yeah. it's worked out so that we get it we get a next sequel. To the I show. will. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So again, yeah. well, to be back, Tom. Sounds like GPS is going well, and we'll talk more about that. Michelle, thanks for joining us. And Tom, I'll give you the last word before we close. I just want to thank people and let them know that uh, we're in the process of rewriting the book. I, I've set my goal is to have it done by the end of this year. Uh, move from June 30th <laughs> to December 31st. But it will be done. I mean, I've got all the writing done. Now it's just a matter of, of tweaking it at the end. So, uh, And it's it's going to be the main things are still in the book. I'm just adding a new first chapter that helps people get started. So I uh, want to thank everybody for listening, and we'll sign off as all we right. speak. Thanks again, Michelle. We want to thank uh, Michelle for joining us, as well as any uh, other of our audience who are joining us today on Success or Failure with Tom and Terry. We hope you'll join us next month. We're on every month, uh, at least once. We hope you'll keep tabs on us, usually the last uh, week of the month. But anytime you can join us on www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash boomer and babe. In the meantime, feel free to comment or join us in the discussion by emailing us at successorfailure.org. So once again, this is Dr. Terry Munther and Tom Legring reminding you that success or failure, the choice is yours. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Success or Failure with Tom Legering and Terry Munther. Success or Failure is a Boomer and the Babe Enterprises radio production. Contact them at boomerandthebabe.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.